We've spoken recently about what we can expect from the upcoming View 3. In short, it'll be smaller, faster, more maintainable, easier to use, more native friendly, and it'll smell like bacon. Today is Tuesday, February 5th, 2019, and you're listening to the official View News brought to you by View Mastery. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Adam Jar. You can find links to all the stories we talk about at news.viewjs.org. This week was View's fifth birthday. Happy birthday, View! And now your View 2.6 just got released. This release combines a number of substantial improvements, internal changes, and new features, which are highlighted in a new blog post by Evan Yu. You can expect a new, more performant syntax for scope slots, along with async error handling. Directive arguments are now able to accept dynamic JavaScript expressions. And template compilation warnings will be more specific. View 2.6 also allows for the creation of standalone reactive data objects, which can be used directly in computer properties or render functions. And the new server prefetch hook allows any component, instead of just route-level components, to prefetch data during server-side rendering. Read all about these changes and more in Evan's post. Last week, Natalia Tefluhina published a plugin development guide for the Vue CLI. A Vue CLI plugin can add additional features to your Vue app from inside the CLI. What sort of features? Things like changing your project webpack config, adding a new Vue CLI service command that you can run, like an executable task you can run from the command line or in the CLI. You can also add dependencies to the project by extending package.json. You can create new files or modify old ones, or even prompt the user to select certain options, like, you know, when you create a new Vue project. Nice. So is this how you would integrate into the UI to basically add configuration options for a library that you can edit in the browser? Yeah, you can display custom configurations, add custom icons, even run NPM tasks, all in the Vue CLI beautiful user interface. Last week, I published an article and video covering seven problems you can avoid by using Next.js for your next view app. Can you sum it up for us? All seven, all at once. Do the best you can. <laughs> well, the gist of it is if you're wanting to build a production-ready view application with proper server-side rendering to make load time quick and a better SEO, Nuxt is a great option. It also comes built in with a ton of intelligent defaults, so you can follow this golden path while creating a bigger view application. How would you describe a golden path? Yeah, I would define a golden path that's just using best practices, like established best practices, so that your application's built in a certain way that other developers can recognize and see, oh, I know where everything is in this big, huge, gigantic view app because it followed these best practices. Nice. So it helps you follow the brick road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. If you're considering using Nuxt for your next view project. The golden brick road. Yes, the golden brick road. Definitely check out the video and article. Speaking about that new vSlot syntax, a new ViewDose article by Alex Hover Morales provides a quick tutorial on the subject. He shows how you can write the scope of a slot directly on the component tag, avoiding an extra template layer, and how vSlot allows you to combine the slot and scope slots directives. Nice. And there's a new shorthand for vSlot, right? Yeah. So just like how you would use a colon for vBind or an at symbol for vion, you can use the pound symbol for vSlot, which makes it a lot more readable. The old slot syntax still works though, right? Yes for now, until Vue 3. <laughs> Philip Rokowski just started a series of blog posts on IT Next blog where he covers Vue.js app performance optimizations that Vue Storefront is using in their code. In his first article, he covers lazy loading with dynamic imports. This is using the Webpack dynamic imports feature, where you don't have your user downloading a JavaScript module or a component into the browser until they absolutely need it. Right, because by default, your app might be downloading all of your modules and all of your components when it might only need a few to get your Vue application running. In his next article, Philippe will show how to split your Vue applications code with Vue Router. 
We've spoken recently about what we can expect from the upcoming View 3. In short, it'll be smaller, faster, more maintainable, easier to use, more native friendly, and it'll smell like bacon. <laughs> Which is great if you uh, like the smell of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Come on. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want more insight into how these goals are going to actually be accomplished, check out Mac Maribajak's article where he breaks this down and explores what this means for modern web development. Mmm, bacon. John Leader just published another article on his Productivity in Vue series. This one takes a look at building out reusable configurations with Vue CLI 3. This is where you can save the configuration for your project, so the next time you create a project, you can just use that same config. Right, and it creates a VRC file which John shows you how to manually edit, and even shows how you can create a Vue CLI plugin which will allow you to add additional configuration options to the VRC. Developing blockchain apps with Ethereum can be a painful process for developers, since the ecosystem is quite new. But that pain may be eased a bit by Vuetherium. This is a collection of Vue components for interfacing with Ethereum's Web3.js. And everybody needs a blockchain in their app, don't they? Uh, just about. It's like the thing. You gotta figure out how to do it. It's just... Anyways, uh, Web3... Yeah, that's, that's my try it sarcasm. Just, <laughs> you don't need it probably, but you might. Web3.js is a group of libraries that allow you to interact with a local or remote Ethereum node using HTTP or IPC connection. A new article by Austin Gill shows how you can get up and running with Ethereum. And what exactly can I build with it? Or even really, what can't I build with it? Basically, it helps you build a UI to check for details of Ethereum transactions. Ah, deep in the blockchain. So deep. <laughs> Deeply blockchain. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the official View News. Join us every week for the latest news in the View community.